verte vi junto con él. La nostalgia me mató, pensando en lo que pudo ser y lo mucho que me dolió. Oh, wow. Solid fucking song. Solid dog. Solid dong. Solid song. Oh man, this thing about dancing at night—it's pretty fucking solid. Here's the, here's the, how the habit works. Turn off all the lights. I turn off all the lights because one of the things that messes me up is your is vision, right? We're like very, we're very focused on our vision. Is this shit on? Oh, it is on. Um, and so I turn off all the fucking lights. And I close my eyes and I play the song and I start dancing. Uh, I dance one bachata song and one salsa song before I go to sleep to practice my weight shifting. Now, my goal is to hit every beat, no matter what I'm doing. doesn't even matter what I'm doing. I can just do the basic the entire time. But the goal is to hit the beat and to completely shift weight onto that, onto that, uh, that foot when it, on the right foot on the correct foot and it's working out <sighs> so right now really sweaty just finished also went to yoga um oh the yoga is calling me it's calling me back you see last semester when i discovered yoga i would go for like uh i would go sometimes for sorry i burped i would go for like um what uh back to back definitely twice a day i would definitely go twice a day almost every day sometimes i would go back to back and what i would do and i would do the on it classes kind of like a crossfit thing and i would do the yoga thing i was going hard it's calling me back it's calling me back i want to i want to wake up i want to lift and then i want to go to yoga and then i want to eat i want to read rest a little bit then go back to yoga Eat, rest, go dance. Eat, no, not eat it. Don't eat anymore. Just rest, sleep, sleep, wake up, repeat. That's what I want to do. But yoga, <laughs> so I I do yoga half. I do yoga basically naked. You should. I think you should know. Future Caesar, you remember. So here's here, let me talk to you about my yoga adventures. I do it half. I do it basically naked. I want to say half naked, basically naked, stripped down in my underwear. And in the beginning, I mean the first. I think I did it for like one or two classes, where I wore my clothes, just all my clothes. Dude, I never sweat so much. I never sweat as much as in, as I do in yoga, especially because they make the room hotter. And, uh, and, and it's just my entire, my clothes is just soaked. So then one day I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm gonna take off my shirt. Cause people, some guys would go without shirts and shit. And then I would see guys like in underwear and shit. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to take off my underwear. And now I became one of those guys. I just completely stripped down. It's amazing. I get to sweat. My entire body is just, it's, it's full. It, it has a, a uniform layer of sweat all over it. It's beautiful. Now, here's the thing about my underwear. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, I have uh, the 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 longer boxer. I have boxer briefs. Some some of them are the long leg boxer briefs, so they're basically shorts, right? Now, some of my underwear has the fly. Those of you that don't know, the fly is that little like. It's kind of like a yeah. I mean, it's the fly. It's like it's you can basically pull out your dick to pee. You can pull out your penis, right? <laughs> now, in the beginning, I wasn't that flexible. I mean, I was all right, right? But certain moves, I, I couldn't do them completely right. So, but now, I'm pretty fucking flexible. I go all out, and I fully extend on all my moves. Now, there are certain sequences where I will open i will i will stretch so much and i will like open up my hips so much that it kind of leaves an opening if i'm wearing that underwear it it it, it like the all the variables all the stars align 
and there's like an opening, a passageway, if you will, is created for my penis to just walk on out. <laughs> just walk on out. Just just pull his pull his head over and be like, yo, this yoga is hot. <laughs> now, I don't the first time this happened. Okay. <laughs> I, I freaked the fuck out because it's like a thing where I'm going so hard that I'm I'm going so I'm so intense in my poses. I'm so focused on like holding the pose that when I came down and I just saw I was like, what the fuck? And I just like put it back real quick. <laughs> it wasn't like the entire thing was out, but it was just it was out there. I was like, oh, and I just kind of went into a child's pose position for like a good minute. I was like, fuck. And then I was like, ah, I don't give a fuck. I'm basically surrounded by hippies. I'm surrounded by like 100% hippies. Who gives a fuck? I continued on. And then I thought it wasn't going to be a problem. And then another day, it was just, it happened again. And I was like, oh, fuck, things have to change. And then I had bought these other same brand of underwear but it was like uh without the fly so they look like basically like spandex shorts but they've got no fly so there is no passageway and um it started happening more often and i started getting scared not it wouldn't happen like twice right but then i would feel and then i became conscious of the fact that it was happening so i would notice when it was like about to happen and i was like oh shit i can't do that pose because that's gonna open it up it's gonna open it up. Dick's gonna just come on out. Be like, yo, I'm here. So I was like, no, 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 not gonna have that happen. And so what I did, I just bought a bunch of that no fly underwear. Uh, why am I talking about my underwear? I don't know. Because I was talking about how I do yoga. Anyways, dude, 75% of the time, I am on the verge of a fart <laughs> in yoga. Well, not 75% of the time. There's, there's certain poses. Okay, there's one pose. There's only one pose. It's called the yogi squat. All right, it's like a deep squat. If you've ever been to China, in China, this is how this is how you take a shit in China because uh, restrooms in China are on the fucking floor. They're a hole in the floor. And the first time I was going to take a shit in China, I was like, no way. And I looked at my roommate in China, and I was like, uh, dude, that's it that I, I can't hold it any longer it's time and he looked at me and he was like dude good fucking luck because he hadn't done it either so i went to the restroom squatted the fuck down into a basically a yogi's pose before i knew what a yogi pose was yogi's pose was yogi squat yogi's pose yogi squat before i knew yoga i definitely could have used yoga because i could not hold that squat and so I had to hold on. They had the same like stall doors. So I closed the door, locked that shit, and I had to hold on to the bottom of the door so that I wouldn't fall back <laughs> into the toilet. Anyway, the yogi squat is how people in China take shits. And when I squat down to that yogi squat sometimes, it's like I'm right. Not I'm not about to take a shit, but it's like I'm right there just to, I'm about to fart. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. It's been times where I'm like, how am I holding this in? Like one false move, like one, somebody comes and just nudges me a little bit and just, it's over. It's coming. <laughs> and I've been to a lot of fucking yoga classes. I think I've heard some people fart. I've never farted. Never have I farted. Uh... But I think I've heard some people fart. Doesn't really happen often. I don't give a, either way, I don't give a fuck because I'm going hard. I'm going hard. I'm not I'm not going into yoga just going through the motions and noticing everything. I do not give one fart. <laughs> I'm 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 going hard, so whatever noises are happening doesn't even matter. But I thought I would I, I've been wanting to say this on the podcast for a while. Because every time I'm on yoga, I'm like, there it is again. 
we're right there. It's kind of like it's kind of like the border between the United States and Canada. That's what my fart and what what me farting and not farting is like. You know what I mean? It's like that's the line. There's nothing there. I don't even know how how we're not one country. Do you get me? I don't know how I'm not farting. It's just nothing there stopping me. I don't know. It's just a line. Um <laughs> uh, there's this really good yoga teacher. His name's JJ Pepper. He's fucking funny. He's fucking hilarious. He uh, he has a lot of, a lot of energy. He's really fucking tall. And he's fucking hysterical. Not hysterical. He's not that funny. He's just a funny guy. His his attitude and his whole personality really admirable. I like it. Saying hi to everyone. He looks at me really genuinely. He's like, "Brother, I'm glad you're here, Caesar. I'm glad you could make it." Um, and he starts walking around. And he starts like having a conversation with you, not just me, right, but with the entire with the entire class. And his classes get extremely full, but it feels like he's just talking to you. And he always says, "All right, where's your head at? Where are you at? Where are you at? Are you here? Are you right here right now? Breathe, breathe in." Where are you? Are you here? Are you focusing on shit from your day? Are you focusing on other shit? Ooh. And I like that. I'm like, where am I? And then he takes you through the poses and he's like, feel that fire. Feel that. You feel that? It's a little spicy, huh? It's a little spicy. Feel that spiciness. Ooh. Feel that fire. Don't, don't, don't run away. Don't, don't go away from it. Unless you want to stay where you're at. You want to stay where you're, are you happy where you're at right now? If you want to grow, go towards the fire. Face it. I'm like, ooh. He's like, where are you at? Bring your mind back. Bring your mind back. Because your mind goes to places. Your mind just, you know, thoughts come up and all sorts of shit comes up. And, and you can just wander off while you're doing the exercise. Part of part of the yoga thing, or I think in any, ex- any exercise, is bringing yourself back to what you're doing. That's the beauty of exercise. If it gets to a certain point of intensity, you can't wander off. Ooh, that's why I like it. We're about to go hard too. Recently gained some. I've gained. I've gained weight, but in a good way. This bulking shit has been beautiful. It's been going very well. As a matter of fact, I think I I kind of held back on the eating. Should have ate more. But now we've gained a little bit of fat. But it was a very clean bulk, and it's time to cut down. We've got four weeks till Cuba, and it's time to cut down. Now, the thing is that I think my, I think I might have more fat than I've had before. No, not even, not even. But it's just weird. Here's here's the thing. In the past, when I would go home for Christmas break, and I would, like, just mindlessly eat and know, I would know that, oh, this is going to be bad. For two weeks, if I'm just eating like this, I'm going to gain some weight, and it's going to be bad. And so I wouldn't measure myself. I would just kind of like eat everything and and just not fucking uh, think, think about weighing myself <laughs> or measuring, taking tape measurements. And I would come back and boom, I would gain weight and I would always feel like shit. But now it's like I see that I've gained some fat, but it's I'm not even worried about. I'm not worried about it at all because it was orchestrated. This was the plan. I brought myself here on purpose. It's beautiful. And and it's there's some it's giving me some power because I feel actually I know I'm just going to cut it right off. This weight's going to come off. This fat's going to come off because now I'm shifting the plan and we're going down. We're going down with the discipline that I have. This was all orchestrated. This wasn't mindless eating. This was intentional feeding intentional fueling now it's time to carve it down i got my headstand down i don't know if i've talked about this but it's at 100 it's like beautiful my headstand i can do it anywhere just lift my legs gradually it's a gradual lift of my legs and then just put them in the air and keep them there next thing i want to do is the headstand i mean handstand 
I'm working on my crow pose right now. Um, I've tried some levitations where you have just your, your, you're just uh, the only thing holding you in the, on the ground or from the ground <laughs> are your hands, but you're like at a, your entire body is like parallel to the ground, not like a headstand where it's perpendicular. So I tried it the other day and I could hold it for like half a second and that's all I needed. I was like, oh shit, I do have the strength for it. I just need to practice it. So that's going to be next. And, and school's basically fuck it over. Whew. Life is good. Life is good. Life is good. Good, good, good. Very good, very good, very good. Very good, very good, my friend. Very fucking good. Getting new glasses. Warby Parker. Your glasses are on the way. Thank you, fucking Warby Parker. Da 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 da. Oh man, gonna go dancing tomorrow. You know what I love about this dancing thing is that <coughs> I'm pushing myself, right? And I'm I'm not I'm not gonna stop here. I'm not gonna stop, but thing is all those people who haven't been practicing. I mean, I mean, this is something that calls me, right? But this is a skill that I've actually built. And so when I go home to like parties and stuff, family parties or like weddings and stuff, I've got the, like, it's no comparison to what I've been facing here. I've been going out with phenomenal dancers and shit. And do I mess up? Yeah, I mess up a lot but it's nothing compared to people who never dance Ooh, the confidence that i have to just go up to a stranger and say you want to dance no no, no 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 it's not even I, i'm not even there anymore i'm not even at do you want to dance i'm at hey let's dance let's dance girl what you doing let's fucking Dance. See what else I got for today. What else I got for today? Dude, I I'll tell you a Thailand story. I can tell you a Thailand story. Uh. All right, I'll tell you a Thailand story. Dude, Conor McGregor is one of my favorite fighters of all time. All right, if you don't know this. And so when I went to Thailand, it's when Conor McGregor was going to fight. Uh, Conor McGregor was going to fight Floyd Mayweather. And I was so fucking hyped that this was happening. I found out about it before. I mean, it was announced like in the summer before I left. Summer of 2017. And so I, uh, I go... And and then I started watching fights uh, from the UFC. I, I found a bar that would play these fights. And so, uh, but the, the, the Conor McGregor fight, actually, I don't even know why I mentioned that bar, because it was a different bar. It was a different bar. Uh, it was a pretty cool bar. I don't know how to explain it. It was, it was like, it was weird. The, the theme was like gaming. It was like, uh, like game characters like fucking Mario and other shit. But it was like modern and cool. But it was weird at the same time. I was like, how is this a fucking thing? Anyways, um, here I'm looking for the song. Where's the Conor McGregor song? Oh yeah, this one. Here we go. You ready? This is the song. I don't know when they fought. I think they fought in September. Oh shit, dude, this takes me back. This is the Thailand song, bro. Dude, I would listen to this song on repeat every fucking day. Every fucking day. Until my phone fell into the toilet. <laughs> Until I dropped my phone into the toilet. I would listen to this song. Oh my god, I remember. Oh, this takes me back, bro. 
here here's what I here's here's what's in my mind when I when I hear this song, okay? Uh walking down the street in Thailand, just just walking um buying street food, a lot of fucking street food, plantains, fried plantains. Uh this gross ass uh dessert made of soybean oh fucking meat sticks oh my god meat sticks were the shit oh, just meat sticks everywhere on these little grills on the side of the street now the thing about thailand was that there I, when i would walk to school there was a market and this market was amazing it was packed bro it was packed and when i mean packed i mean stall after stall after stall after stall like for a straight like three blocks it was fucking amazing and every morning every morning they would get there at five in the morning because one time i had to be to be at school at like five in the morning and they were already setting up so by seven they were on full full on fucking like <laughs> full on blast there was so much food plantains uh meat all sorts of meat Right, meat sticks, and we had like fried chicken, like and like good ass fried chicken, like chicken wings, and it was all Thai style, and oh, just rice, just the rice. Oh, what else? What else? What else? What else we got? What else we got? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> it's just all like different types of dishes. But it was always meat. It was always pork. It was always pork. Oh, soups. Uh, papaya salads. A lot of fish. Dried squid. Dried fish. Oh, man. And it was it was just... It was all good. Except for those shitty ass... I don't know what they were. They're like soybean... Like... Uh, Oh. <laughs> oh this fucking song and then the girls man the girls like like the, the i would wear a uniform you know it was, it was a white t-shirt a white button-up t-shirt black black slacks and i would always wear my fucking tie which which had my the school seal on it and it was an actual tie it wasn't a fucking zip-up tie with the zipper no 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 no. i learned how to make how to do my tie as a matter of fact i printed out uh, worksheets on all the different knots and every every day for like the first month I would make a new knot on my tie I was taking this fucking shit seriously I looked good as fuck oh my god and then the, uh, just the girls at my school looked fucking hot adorable with with this uh I think it's a fantasy of mine these uh the the schoolgirl outfit i'm like okay okay your culture is like really reserved but then you got all this shit going on it's like no bro no oh man reminds me of my uh my thai girl <laughs> anyway back to the story right so this shit i was so fucking hyped and i believed i really believed that conor mcgregor could fucking beat his ass i was like he could do it he could do it. And and the thing was, here's the thing. No. I thought I thought there was a chance. Not that he could beat his ass in boxing. Well, I think he Conor McGregor could beat Mayweather's ass in like a real fight. He would destroy him easily. Leg kicks, kick to the head. Just kicks. Wouldn't even get close. Elbows. Just get him down on the floor. Fuck him up. But in a boxing match, what I thought the chance he had, because I watched Conor McGregor knock out Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo was a math, uh, a monster. And I was like, all it do all it takes is is one shot, man. If he he lands it right, if he lands it right, that would be so glorious for him to just come in and and knock Floyd Mayweather, the greatest boxer of all time. Just knock him out, flatline him. Oh, that's that's what I held on to, and I knew I knew like, oh yeah, Floyd is like the best boxer ever. But I'm a guy who goes who loves greatness, and who loves like grand things, and so I was holding on to that dream. And oh boy, was I so hyped! So the day of, I mean, over there, I think the fight was gonna come on at. I don't know. 
7 a.m. or some shit like that. I don't know. It was pretty early. I got up so early and I took a fucking taxi to this bar. A lot of my friends from school were there, like foreigners. Um, we were all fucking excited. I bet fucking, I bet a thousand bot on Conor McGregor. That's a lot, bro. It's a fucking lot. Right? That's a good, it's a good two or three weeks of food. <laughs> Depending on, that was a third of my rent. A fourth of my rent. Definitely a fourth or a fifth. It was a lot of fucking money. It's 30, it's about $30. <laughs> I bet a thousand bot on Connor, and the fight starts, and I'm watching it. I'm watching it. Fucking Connor lands a good like in the first one of the first few rounds. He, he lands a great fucking uppercut, and I'm like, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. And then we get to like round, I think it was ten, and I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Connor McGregor gets stopped. I was like, fuck, wow. But you know. More than the fight, because I remember the fight, but I remember the hype leading up to it. I remember listening to this song and just dreaming, just just uh, dreaming of of what if he knocked him out? How glorious would that be? I would be able. I wanted to say that I was on his side the entire time because I was. And how epic would it be? How he would get so huge instantly, biggest star in the world. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And uh, I started doing a lot of Muay Thai. Oh, yeah. I remember asking my uh, my trainers. Actually, I was already doing a lot of Muay Thai. And I, w- I would ask my trainer, Ball. Hey, Ball. Because, again, all Thai people have, like, uh, American nicknames. So they have their Thai names. But then they have some weird-ass American nickname, like Ball or Maple or uh, <laughs> or just any, like, weird <laughs> they were just weird they were like objects you know <laughs> like star maple uh mint mint i'm not fucking kidding you i met a mint they were just like foods and like herbs like they were natural foods you know or objects like ball bang bang <laughs> bang like like a fucking like a comic book or something like bang anyway I asked my, my, my trainer, I was like, hey, you think, uh, like, Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor's going to win. So it's hard to communicate because they barely understood English. And he was like, oh, no, 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 Boxing, very different from MMA. Um, yeah. Crazy 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 that trainer was really fucking cool that was my favorite trainer ball i actually partied with him i did a few things with ball what do we do he actually he cared a lot about me like in the gym um as in like a like a kind of like a little brother uh he would like he was the first one that would teach me He'd be like oh okay okay strong strong sisa right kick right kick and then he was like, oh, no, 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 baby kick, baby kick, baby kick, harder, harder. And uh, we would, we, he was the first one I sparred with. <laughs> and I asked him, so like elbows and everything? And he's like, oh, no, 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 no elbow, no elbow, KO, KO, I elbow you, KO. <laughs> he was telling me, bro, bro, no elbows, no knees. I will fuck you up and I was like okay true 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 and uh and and he eventually invited me to 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 go to a stadium fight because he was a stadium champion I think I've told this story before and we got on the fucking bike we got we got on um we got on a taxi first and then we were running late and you actually you actually have to fucking wear like proper attire you have to wear like collared shirts to get into the fucking to the stadium i don't know it's weird anyway so he takes me to a fucking market he's like you're not wearing a collared shirt so i buy a collared shirt and then he tells me hey like uh 
I need one too. <laughs> and I'm like, what, bitch? And he's like, yeah, 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 I'll pay you later, pay you later. Oh, so I buy him a shirt too. Anyway, and then he's like, okay, okay, we're going to be late, we're going to be late. It's raining, it's pouring fucking rain. Apparently we're far. And so he he calls a motorcycle taxi. A fucking, all right, it's just a regular motorcycle. I want you to imagine this. It's just a regular motorcycle. And then he hops on behind it, and I'm like, what am I supposed to do? And then he looks at me, and he's like, all right, hop on, bitch. He just kind of gets, he's like, okay, come on. And so there's three of us on a fucking motorcycle. Now, let me tell you, in Thailand, motorcycles were pushed to the limit, right? I once saw a family of five on a motorcycle. It's the cutest fucking thing ever. There was like a baby, a little kid, just like not even, he he wasn't even on the seat. It was more of like a moped type of deal. And the little kid was just standing. (laughs) And then it was like the mom carrying the baby. And then, uh, and then there was like the bigger son in the back. Like that's fucking wild. Anyway, so the three of us just hop on like a fucking Thai family and it's raining. It's fucking pouring rain. And this motorcycle, like my my trainer ball tells him, oh, we're going here. The motorcycle guy starts going really fucking fast. Another thing about these motorcycle guys is I feel like they were all stuntmen for fucking Mission Impossible. All right. It always it seemed like 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 they <laughs> like it was life or death to get us to our to our fucking destination as soon as possible. <laughs> and then like and then and it was raining <laughs> and we were going so fast that like the the rain was hurting it was like hitting my face and shit and i was scared shitless and then um well sometimes and uh, you know you have to be on the other side of the street but then there's like a, a little concrete barrier on your way so the motorcycle guys would just get on the fucking sidewalk and just cross that shit so we did that shit and then we got in an empty road and fucking our driver went he was like fuck yes this is what i've been waiting for my entire life and he floored it bro (laughs) and then we got to our destination and then this was the first time that i saw like a fight in thailand um and what was awesome was that they they in stadium fights they it wasn't it wasn't like a huge stadium fight it was a smaller one but they always separate the foreigners. They separate the foreigners who pay more, pay way more from the uh, from from the Thai people. And so, um, so uh, yeah, we we go into the Thai side, and like they let me in because he's a fucking he's a, a stadium champ, and everybody like fucking knows him. It's like a, a celeb, and we go in. And it's like super crowded, super fucking crowded on the Thai side. It's just people, just a huge crowd. And then there's a shit ton of betting. It's pretty cool to watch. There's just these guys who know like there's like a fucking system. I don't know how they do it, but they like start calling out like bets. And like you take bets on, I don't know how it was working. I was just telling, I looked at ball and I was like, hey, hey. I showed him money and I was like, I want to bet. I want to bet. He's like, okay, okay, okay. And he's like, okay, red or blue, red or blue. And then I told him, like, red. And, like, the first fight we bet on, the fucking my guy elbowed the other guy and he knocked him the fuck out. And I was like, oh, shit. And Ball was like, oh, yeah, 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 here, here, here. And then he showed me the money that we earned. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And then we immediately lost all of it. <laughs> we immediately lost all of it on the next bet. Um, But that was fucking fun. That was fucking fun. After that, me and Ball would go eat. We would go eat. He'd take me to, like, Thai restaurants. Ball was, like, in love with this girl that would come in to train. She was pretty hot. I'm not going to lie to you. She Oh, damn, that's another story. But but she was pretty fucking hot. Anyways, but one day we end up going, um, well, all, all three of us, him, that girl, and me, we end up going out to the fucking uh, to the club um and she spoke like really really good english she had graduated from my university her dad owned like a hotel down the street um and we went out and i was thinking like ball was gonna make a move on this girl never did it was kind of weird i was left i was left to like i don't know no i wasn't they didn't leave me but it was weird. At one point, Ball just left. 
And I was like, uh, okay. And then I was just left with her. She ended up, she ended up giving me a ride home. It was pretty solid. Um, and then after that, I things with Ball and that girl fell through. And he was, like, fucking sad. He was, like, crushed. I would come to the gym and he would just... He was just like so sad. Just didn't want to do anything. I was like, "Fuck!" But then he got over it. Then he got over. It. He went to like uh, he went to like Singapore for a few weeks. He came back and he got over it. He had like a new girl or some shit. And um, why am I telling you this? <laughs> I don't know. It's just Ball was a fucking cool guy, great guy. Anyways, the owner of the gym, the owner of the fucking gym was this older guy who I met who was also like a Thai champion, Thai, a Muay Thai boxing champion. He had like like typical martial artist with like a ponytail, a ponytail, and uh, but it was like salt and pepper hair, Asian, Thai-looking guy. <laughs> Dude, this guy owned the gym, fit as fuck. All right, not huge, not huge, but definitely fit. And spoke good English. And I was like, hey, I love your gym. He was like, oh, thank you, thank you. Um, And so every once in a while, this gym that I would go to was really nice. And there would be like, I mean, a lot of foreigners that would go. But then one day, this extremely hot Thai girl came through. Like, fucking hot. <laughs> that was another thing that Ball, Ball would always be like, hey, hey, hey. Sisa, Sisa, look, look, look. <laughs> when there were like foreigners coming in that were like good looking girls, you'd be like, look, 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 look. <laughs> He's like, oh, beautiful girl. <laughs> He's like, go, 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 get girlfriend, get girlfriend. Well, I was like, nah, nah, ball. It's just funny. It's just funny. But anyway, this one time, oh my God, this, this Asian Thai looking girl. I don't know. It's because it was hard to tell what kind of Asian she was, kind of what flavor of Asian. And uh, she was Thai, apparently. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Right up my alley. <laughs> tall and gorgeous. Not super, super tall, but taller. And I'm like, ball, 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 ball. Look at this. Look at this shit. Look at her. Look at her. <laughs> and he, he looks. He's like, he he's like gets all excited. And he goes on the ring where I'm at to like look over the window to where where this girl was at cause she was about to go to the gym and then he he looked and then he turned around he's like oh no 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 he's like uh boss boss girlfriend <laughs> boss's girlfriend no 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 <laughs> it was very clear he's like i do not want to fuck with that and i was like what do you mean he's like boss He's like, not good, not good, no good, no good, no good. <laughs> oh man! So this guy owned the fucking gym. He was, he was, um, he was fit. Salt and pepper hair. It looked good. The salt and pepper hair looked good. He's got the fucking martial artist, like sensei thing going on with the ponytail. So I talked to him. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? Like, uh, I love your jam. He's like, oh, okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah, where you from? And the small talking shit. Another day he comes in and he sees me training. And he's like, hey, okay, okay, I train you now. I train you now. I'm like, what? He's like, yes, yes. And I'm not going to lie to you. I only had one session with that guy. But it was one of, like, the sessions that I learned the most. He would. He was like teaching me so much. He was like, "Loose, loose, Caesar, loose, Caesar." Okay, and he'd be like, uh, "Okay, right, left, right, left, right, left," and uh, and then he taught me how to punch. He was like, "No, no, 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 no! Punch with your shoulder, with your shoulder, with your shoulder, not with your arm. Punch with your shoulder like a snake, like a snake, Caesar. Like a snake, right back, right back." I was like, "Oh shit!" He was teaching me a fucking lot. It was really fucking cool. But I was just really, like, I respected that guy so much for a few, because he owned his fucking gym. He was doing fucking well. And his girl was smoking. That guy knew what he was fucking doing. Ah. 
And then there was another trainer. Um, um, this trainer getting. I mean, there was several trainers. There was Paul. There was, there was the fucking sensei guy who owned the fucking gym. Um, there was Chet. Chet was another big trainer who, uh, another one of my trainers that taught me a lot. Chet and Ball really didn't like each other. It was weird. They were like all right with each other, but like Ball was like better than Chet, and like Ball like won a championship, and Chet never won a championship. And like Chet was a little older, um, but they also had two very different philosophies. Like Ball was like very, like gentle, like all right, like you're new and shit. Like take it, I'm gonna take it easy with you, even in sparring. Chet had more of a philosophy of like, like you're gonna, you have to learn through pain. You have to learn through, like. Uh, like hardship the first time i didn't even know chet i didn't even know i mean the first time i, I was spar i was uh trained by ball okay he was very jet very not uh, kind of easing me into it just all right left right left right kicking he's like no no no, you don't want to kick like that kick like this and then um and then and so like it was whatever it was like oh shit okay that was cool he's like okay yeah yeah and he would give me pointers he's like Muay Thai, Seesaw, this is ball. He's like, Muay Thai is all balance. Balance, Seesaw. Balance, balance. I'm like, all right. So he's he, he told me Muay Thai is all balance. Right? And, um, and about being quick and shit, he would tell me these things. Chet, on the other hand, well, it was a few factors. Ball's English, although it wasn't that good, it was way better the Chet's, Chet's English was, was, uh, was alright, it was like a few words here and there, a few words here and there, but anyways, the first time I, I, I get trained by Chet, where I'm hitting the pads, it's like my first week there, I'm hitting the pads, and he tells me to go for a kick, for a right kick, so I kick, I kick, and then he immediately sweeps me, he fucking, boom, sweeps me, because my, I kick, my left leg is the only thing holding me from me in the ground, and boom, he fucking, he just takes out my left leg up from under me, and I fucking fly, bro, when I tell you I fly, I mean I fucking fly, bro, I fly, and I land immediately on my, like, I land right on my back, like, there was nothing I can do, just flop, just, like, I wasn't, I, I gained, I got some air, I got some air, and it was loud enough when I hit hit the hit the gym floor that like uh the other trainers just stopped training. The the people they were training, they were like, What the fuck? And then Chet just kinda kinda like chuckled. He's like, Haha. He's like, Okay, 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 okay <laughs> And I'm like, Oh, okay, I guess like what the fuck was that? I don't know and then he's like, Okay, I want to. I want to. He's like, Okay, right kick. Oh, okay, okay. And I was expecting, oh, is this motherfucker gonna do it again? I'm like no, and he didn't do it. And I'm like, all right, left kick, all right, right kick. We go for we we go we keep going with some more combos, and then he does it again with the same amount of ferocity, just fucking boom, sweeps me off my feet, and I fucking just again I gain air, and I get up and I'm like, what the fuck, this guy? But I was in my mentality of like, I loved it. I loved every second of it because I was in my mentality of like uh. I'm the karate kid and I'm being taught here. And so Chet, instead of telling me it's telling me it's 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 balance, Caesar, balance. And like you have to be quick and shit. He kind of he his philosophy was like you fuck up, you you leave an opening and I'm going to take it. And of course I had I mean I had a 100 openings, right? But I think he started at the most obvious thing. Like your kicks, you need to bring that kick right back. You need to bring that leg right back. You leave yourself exposed for that, for that, uh, the for me to sweep you. And so I'm gonna take it. I mean that's basic. And so I, I, I it was actually good because I started learning, and he wouldn't be able to sweep me. He wasn't able to sweep me anymore. <laughs> Sometimes I would definitely get sweep, swept later. Anyways, other times, um. Um, so when we would start sparring, Ball would, uh, 
he he told me like that shit. Like I told him, oh, elbows. Like, are we gonna do elbows? He's like, no, 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 KO, Sisa, KO, KO. He's telling me, no, bro, you're gonna get KO'd. Chet would get me into the fucking ring. No headgear. I mean, no headgear is better, apparently. And, um, and he's like, okay, okay, we start boxing. And I thought we were gonna go light. And this guy just fucking decks me in the face hard as fuck. I'm like, what the fuck? So I get mad and I start going at him. And, uh, and, but he would, he, and still, he would fucking come at me with everything he had, dude. <laughs> it was so fucking scary. Even though he was like, definitely like four inches, five inches shorter than me. This man has been training Muay Thai the entire, his entire life. So he's coming at me with these fucking monster punches that if he was, if he was bigger, I think I would have been knocked the fuck out. But yeah, that was Chet, and that was Paul. There was a third trainer, another trainer. There was a few other trainers. It was Bang. Bang was like all wild and like wiry and shit. And he, I only trained with him a few times, but he was really fucking cool. He taught me well. He taught me well. He taught me how to do a front kick. Um, There was this other guy that I can't remember his name, and he taught me. What did he teach me? taught me oh yeah 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 he taught me how to defend um because uh, i was telling him like oh me and chet were fucking sparring and this fucker just came at me fucking almost knocking me out like it, it and like i told him like kind of slowly because he didn't speak good english and and i told him like chet and i pointed to myself ko in the ring and then i pointed to the ring He's like, oh, shit, KO. <laughs> and he started laughing. He's like, oh, okay, 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 okay. He's like, uh, and then he taught me what to do. He taught me how to defend from, like, a person coming to fucking punch you. He taught me, yeah, like, next time somebody just, when he's coming to punch you, just kick his knee. Kick his knee in. Just kick his knee <laughs> so that <laughs> so that he can't punch you. It was pretty fucking cool. I was like, oh, that's cool as fuck. He's like, yeah, just kick his front and like right because they usually step forward to punch and he's like kick that fucking knee back and then they won't they won't they'll like that'll hurt the fuck out of them i was like oh shit thanks man and then one day came um what the fuck was his name i can't remember my fucking i can't remember his name is this tall motherfucker tall ass trainer tattoos all over his body he was always shirtless this guy was a real, well, he was a real dick. But at the same time, it was a dick in the way of, like, uh, being a master. Do you get me? You know how some, like, it's kind of like Chet, like, doing that shit of, like, sweeping me off my feet. This guy just took it to another level because he spoke really good English. He spoke really, really good English. And um, this guy took it to another level. I would make a mistake, like I would punch wrong, my jab, and he would hit me. <laughs> he would hit me on the head with a pad, hard, and he'd be like upset. He's like, no. And like that was the way he fucking taught me, which actually, uh, it got fucking, it, I actually started learning. Like if I were to make a mistake, I would have to do a fucking, he, he would just stop training me. If I if I punched wrong, he, I would the training would stop. He'd put it. He'd just look at me with this face of like you fucking idiot, and he'd point to the floor, and he would say, ten push-ups." And I was like, "All right." And then he would get pissed, and then <laughs> I'm doing my push-ups, and then he would fucking hit me with the pad. <laughs> I was like, "Jesus Christ!" Now the thing is, is that now this guy was just a fucking dick. This guy didn't even know me. I was like, "You mother." fucker but what am i gonna do this guy's a muay thai fucking trainer even if you got mad what are you gonna do what are you gonna do you gonna punch me bro you gonna punch me and this guy was tall as fuck that's the thing about muay thai guys the taller you are the more length lengthy your fucking limbs are the better you are at muay thai because then like dude this guy's legs were fucking they were arms they were fucking arms let me tell you how this guy 
would lift his leg and he would hit me behind the he would hit me on top of my shoulder kind of like if if somebody were to grab your shoulder and push you he would do that with his fucking foot literally like and not it wasn't like very clunky it was like as if his leg was an arm it was wild and he would just stand straight like he just lift that his huge leg up and just boom so i would spar with this guy and this guy would um this guy was the first guy to ever sparting kick me <laughs> he would spar and kick the fuck out of me across that that ring I forget what his name was, but anyways, I think he liked my consistency and my commitment to the training. And um, and so he was like, hey, man, you want to go get a beer? I was like, yeah, I want to go get a beer with him. So we go get a beer. No, he invites me to go get a beer. Here's what happens. He invites me to go get a beer at the after training. I'm like, all right. And... Um, and so I wait for him outside. And he comes outside. He's like, oh, yeah, just uh, just wait. And then this girl comes. He's like, oh, this is my girlfriend. He's like, let's go. And I'm like, what the fuck? I don't want a third wheel. What the fuck is this shit? I don't, I don't even want to be. I don't want to go anymore. Anyways, we go. We fucking go. And oh, God. Oh, God. So we go to some fucking restaurant and we're talking about like them it was weird i was like i don't i feel like this was a date night and like you invited me because like even the girlfriend was like she was kind of alpha and it was kind of like why are you here but she was just we were just talking about muay thai she did muay thai too so she could definitely kick my ass actually i saw her train uh, another day and she could definitely kick my ass anyway so, you know, these guys had some crazy sex, some wild sex up in there. <laughs> Two Muay Thai fighters. Anyway, um, so we go. We're sitting at this restaurant. We're sitting at this fucking bar. Like, it's a very touristy restaurant because the, the gym was in a very touristy area. So we're sitting at this touristy restaurant. And uh, and I don't know what the fuck. To, I, I, my plan is just to leave as soon as possible because i'm like what the fuck i'm not gonna eat with you guys like i don't even want to be i thought this was gonna be like a like a bonding trained master just to to paddled one you know paddled one young paddled one bonding but no i don't know what the fuck this shit is not about it and so he's like yeah order wherever you want and so i order a mojito because that is my fucking drink that is the drink of to me it's it's great it's a fucking great drink all right but i acknowledge that sometimes i guess in non-caribbean countries it's more of a girly drink you know yeah if you're i guess in thailand it's like a man's drink is a beer i don't like beer bro i'm not gonna drink a beer so they bring me a mojito and we're in a fucking no no no, no. let me let me set up the scene it's me sitting down all right on a four-person table, me sitting down across from me is my trainer. To his left, to his left, and to my right is uh, his girl. You know what I mean? Sitting right next to him. So it's to my right, to his left, because they're facing me. So this guy orders a big ass beer. He orders a big beer. All right, real manly and shit. Uh, his girlfriend goes to the fucking restroom. I order a mojito because I'm like, that's the the drink of the most interesting man in the world. This waitress does not read, does not judge, which I commend her for it. But at the same time, read the, read the fucking room, lady. Read the room. <laughs> Could you pick up that I'm not, I'm not trying to come off like a bitch? So this lady brings me... <laughs> A fucking this, I think it was a coconut. I don't know what it was, dude. <laughs> it was a coconut or definitely a glass with a shape very circular. You know what I mean? Big, with with an umbrella that screamed, "I like dick." You know. 
<laughs> with an umbrella that just yelled, I'm gay. I here drinking this am gay. <laughs> this whole drink just yelled, I like men. And there's nothing wrong with it. I'm going to say it. There is nothing wrong with the way this drink what looked and the fact that it was very feminine. There's nothing wrong with being gay. What I'm saying is that I am sitting across my my sensei, my trainer. And yes, I am trying to I'm trying to come off manly because we do a very manly thing, a very masculine thing at the gym. And I don't want to come off I want I kind of want to gain a little bit of his respect cuz I feel like he doesn't respect me, all right? The way he treats me at the gym. Now this guy orders a beer and he sees me with this drink and he just kind of looks at me. And I <laughs> I just kind of look at him and I'm like <sighs> I just take off the umbrella and I just start drinking it and I'm like and this girl ordered a similar like mixed drink and they gave me they gave her the they gave me and her the exact like setup the exact like glass and umbrella and i was like fuck i was like thank you waitress thanks thanks thank you very much i really appreciate it really appreciate it anyway we start talking it's already weird enough and he's like so seaside you want to fight I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, this was like a a conversation. Like, this was like a, like, wanting to see where I'm at. Or maybe it's just, you know, he wanted to see where the, where's this guy at. Are we, are we training for real here? Or are we training just for chits and giggles? And, like, I had thought about it in the past. But then at that, uh, you know, about fighting. And at that moment, I was just like, nope. I was like, no. It just came out of me like, no, I don't want to fight. It was honest. It was honest. It was just like, Muay Thai is on another level, bro. I mean, I definitely want to fight now. Not, but not in Thailand. Because of what I saw and everything, it just looks so fucking. Dude, like, if you're not committed over there, it's like, like, no pads or anything. It's, it's fucking sketch. Like, I was like, no. I'm not trying to die out here. Like, it's that savage. It's, I mean, these Thai people just start training since they're, like, super young, you know? And they can kick anything. They can they kick palm trees. They kick bamboo. They can kick fucking, uh, like, metal poles. And, and the thing is that they've been kicking um, since they were so young and... And, I mean, they kick each other's shins because the way you protect yourself from a kick, a low kick, is you put up your shin, and that's like your shield. And so it's called checking a kick. And uh, and that's what protects you, right? But that shit hurts like a motherfucker if you haven't been kicking your entire life because what happens when you kick your entire life, when you kick hard shit, is that your bone has, like, micro fractures, and that begins to heal. And eventually it's just like your entire shin is just a huge fucking like callus. Just a huge like bat. So you can kick fucking anything. My point being is that I could not, I could not, I would die. I would fucking die. I was like, nope. Anyways, it got, it it didn't get any any less awkward. I drank my drink. I was like, all right, see y'all later. He's like, you sure? like i got this i got this and i'm like nope 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 i got this as in like i'm gonna pay for this (laughs) let me let me regain some some sort of masculinity back (laughs) and i dipped and i would come back i i mean I, i went back to the gym i mean not that night but uh yeah that was just one time thing it was weird whatever but yeah, it was over my trainers. Oh, and there was one last guy who was fucking young, super, super young. Um, he was just, that guy was funny because he was just kind of like really fucking, had a lot of energy. 
um, really didn't teach me a lot. Uh, actually, he did. He was just a fun guy to be around. And yeah, that was my Muay Thai fucking experience. Another thing about Muay Thai people is that they would smoke a lot. Smoked a lot, dude. I mean, not Thai people. Yeah, some Thai people, but especially my trainers. I don't know how the fuck they would do it. And I think this is a common thing that people, uh, when I've heard podcasts about people who train in Thailand, it's like these guys are training. They would train, they would train, and they go outside and have a cigarette. Have a lot of cigarettes all the time. They would ha- constantly be having cigarettes. And I'm like, what the fuck? You guys are athletes. How are you smoking so much? Anyway, and then <laughs> they would offer me a cigarette. And I was like, nah. And they're like, okay. Oh, Thailand. Thailand, Thailand. That is enough. That was one hour. Jesus fucking Christ. Time to go to sleep. All right, people. Good night.